0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Weed and Wrestling. I'm joined again by my brother, Joe. What's
1: going on, everyone? Welcome back.
0: And we're going down memory lane again with another episode of Dark Side of the Ring, The Brawl for All, which my brother has lived through once again.
1: Uh, God, I wish I could forget it. That
0: that the the whole premise of the fucking tournament was just absolutely awful, and then to only to find out that the whole reason behind it is because Vince Russo thought John Bradshaw Layfield was a bully and needed a lesson.
1: Yeah, well, basically he said that he got tired of hearing that Bradshaw walk around the locker room saying, "If this was real, I would kick all your asses." Yep. So he said he wanted him to prove it So he created a tournament Where These guys were going to really fight Basically it was going to be like A weird version of MMA In a wrestling ring Yeah. With a bunch of untrained guys Trying to fight Really fight You know These weren't trained MMA fighters They were wrestlers And while wrestling we won't use the word fake Because that's not correct while wrestling is choreographed and planned out violence, that doesn't mean they know how to, you know, really put on a fight. And that doesn't mean that all of them are punks either.
0: No, it doesn't.
1: This was a bad idea from the beginning. And if you look at it, the way they set this up was basically anybody who was middling at the time, who was doing nothing. Yep. Yep. And
0: threw in Pretty much send in the job squad. Yes. Yes.
1: Job squad or guys who had lost their way.
0: Yep. You know? Just, just yes. for just for instance, let's go down the brackets real quick. The first round, the opening fights, they were it was Blackman against Mark Marrow. Then the second the second fight was Mark Canterbury against Bradshaw. You had Brackas against Savio Vega uh Darren Draws Drozdo, uh Drozdov, which is Draws fighting Road Warrior Hawk Bart Gun against Bob Holly Quebecer Pierre against Steve Williams and the, then you had the Godfather against Dan Severn and then the final match was eight ball against Scorpio Yeah
1: so again you had like all right so like Two cold Scorpio did this mm-hmm. to try and change his image Yep right He was looked at as a high flyer stuff like that a fancy guy But he wanted to show he was tough. Yep. You know? Um, But for other guys like Bradshaw, this was them going, hey, I'm just going to go in there and show you I can kick ass. Because he really thought he could. But for guys like Bart Gunn, this was a, well, my career's going nowhere, and they're saying that the winner of this is going to get a huge push, so what do I got to lose?
0: Yep, whoever won was supposed to get a feud with Austin.
1: That was the original plan, yes. That yep. is not exactly how things worked out. No, it is not. But that was the original plan, and the original plan was to push a guy by the name of Steve Williams.
0: Dr. Death.
1: Yes, that was the original plan, and that was because Dr. Death is a legitimate badass. Yes, he was. Okay. That dude was a legitimate badass, in every. Three or four-time world wrestling champ, like real wrestling champion. Yep. You know, like Olympic-style wrestling champion. Yep. And such, and he was a legit tough guy. That's just who he was. He had been to Japan, all that stuff. Everybody had heard the stories. Everybody had seen it. He was a legit badass. So the plan was for him to get the push out of all of this, but already you were talking about a failed idea right off the beginning. Because if you're going to have an unscripted fight, anything can happen in a fight. Anything. So how can you sit there and say, well, this whole thing is based around giving him a push, when you can't guarantee he's going to come out of this thing the winner?
0: Exactly. A non-scripted fight, just haymakers being thrown everywhere, real fists, real faces. It's it's inevitable that you're going to get what you planned out of this out of this, you know, bad decision that already happened.
1: Yeah, and what you get out of it is chaos.
0: Yeah, it hurt a lot of guys' careers. It hurt a lot of their credibilities. It was overall just a bad decision.
1: Well, because again, you had a lot of guys come into this as supposed tough guys in the WWE. Right? They were built up as tough guys. Like even for example here, first round, you had Draws versus Hawk
0: yep
1: right well Hawk was part of the road warriors the road warriors were supposed to be animals you know beasts unstoppable and but the reality was at the time Hawk was battling substance abuse and such and he went in there and got his ass kicked Dick Draws knocked him out right yep so that's road warrior now how tough do you look now with your war pain and stuff when all people can remember is oh. you getting knocked out cold in
0: the ring oh wait hold up uh actually their fight came to a draw okay
1: okay really I thought he got knocked
0: out no their fight came to a draw so then why did draws Droz- well, maybe Hawk got hurt or just didn't want to do it anymore no I think I no I think Hawk suffered an injury I think it was a concussion or some shit and couldn't compete well that was the
1: other issue here was the injuries yep time they had one somebody got hurt yeah and oh what a shocking turn of events who would think that putting two untrained guys into a ring and telling them to kick the shit out of each other would end in somebody getting hurt like who would think that (laughs) you wanted it to except for the injuries really yep right
0: so Bradshaw advanced which they all thought he would um Black uh, Mar- uh Mark Marrow advanced after beating yes, Steve Blackman
1: was to some because Blackman was billed as you know the martial art expert and all that yeah but Mark Marrow was actually a golden glove boxer
0: yes he is Mark Marrow was a legit badass WWE just let him get beat up by a girl Pretty much. And then he that started... Was their call. And then he was carrying Sable's bags for the rest of his remainder there.
1: So, that was their call. They made him into that. He was a legit badass, though. Okay? Yep. So, but you had all the guys they wanted to move on, moving on for the most part. Right? Like, let's go down that first round bracket.
0: All, all right. right again. All right. So, we had, Blackman, we had Blackman and Marrow, which Marrow won. Which
1: Marrow advanced.
0: Bradshaw advanced against Canterbury. Vega advanced against Brackus. Draws advanced against Warri- uh, Road Warrior Hawk. Bart Gunn beat Bob Holly. Steve Williams beat or Pierre via TKO. And then Dan Severn beat The Godfather and Scorpio Sky beat, I'm not Scorpio Sky, uh, Two Cold Scorpio beat 8-Ball. Uh, right, and now- beats
1: the godfather Mm-hmm. but it's such a bad
0: performance that Severin pulls out yep Severin pulled out of that performance because he thought it is it could very much hurt his own credibility as an actual MMA fighter
1: yes because they were trying again they had if you remember they had takedowns and all this stuff but they had them wearing boxing gloves and they're not letting them throw elbows and, and that was Severin's world Teferin, as an MMA fighter, was a guy who took you down, got control, and ground and pounded the hell out of you. Yep. They were doing... Oh, he scored a takedown. Okay, get him back up. That was a takedown.
0: It got to the point where even fans were confused about what the fuck was supposed to be going on.
1: And here, they had three guys scoring the fight who had never scored fights before. The, The whole system was just terrible, but... So Severin pulls out, so now The Godfather moves on. Okay? Yep. And we get to the second round of brackets. And who's still sitting there? Bark Gunn,
0: right? Yep.
1: Old Bart, who apparently was a legit badass this whole time. Nobody, just nobody knew it.
0: Yeah. Right?
1: That's what this tournament went on to reveal, was that Bart Gunn was a legitimate badass. Yep. So, all right, let's get into the second round
0: bracket now. So the second round bracket, we have Mark Marrow versus Bradshaw. We have Savio Vega versus Draws. Bart Gunn against Steve Williams. And The Godfather versus Scorpio.
1: So again, Vince Russo started this whole thing to try and shut Bradshaw up. So what's Bradshaw do? Well, he just goes out there and starts knocking everyone out. So I guess the plan wasn't working so well at first for Vince Russo, right? No, it wasn't. Because his hope was probably to send...
0: Bradshaw home in the first round. And instead, if I'm right, Bradshaw's won two by knockout so far. Uh, doesn't say by what? But so, whatever, Bradshaw's moved uh, on again. Oh, Bradshaw uh won both the first and second round by points. Okay, so Bradshaw's winning
1: now. Plain and simple his tough guy persona so far and for WWE their golden boy is who in this whole thing Dr. Death well who's Dr. Death got in the second round
0: Dr. Death has Bart fucking gun
1: (laughs) and here's where things go completely wrong for the WWE right so in the behind the ring or dark side of the ring right Bart apparently went to Vince and them and said hey How do you want me to do this thing with Steve? You know, I'm willing to work with you guys. I know Steve is your golden boy here. Right? Yeah. Davis kind of laughed at him, basically. Like, yeah, 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 you're going to knock Steve. You're going to beat Steve Williams. Whatever. They didn't think there was a chance in hell. Yep. But here's the thing about a fight, right? Hmm. And even if you want boxing or whatever, the best laid plans of mice and men can go to fuck all when an injury happens. Yep. And that's just the reality. And early in that fight, it's a good back and forth fight. They're both landing, they're both getting takedowns. It's a fight. Yeah. And then the injury happens. Yep. What happened to good old Doctor Death?
0: He became a one-legged. Po- he became a one-legged punching bag.
1: He was a one-legged man in a NAS kicking contest, and that never works out well. Nope. Know, go for takedowns. He couldn't do anything because he had. I think what was he? What did he
0: tear? ACL, I think? Yeah, so I mean, he can't do anything because you can't push off to get a takedown now. Nope.
1: And you can't really move out of the way of punches now. You're just getting your ass beat, basically.
0: Yep, pretty much. I don't
1: care how tough you are. If you're just standing there getting punched in the face, something's going to go wrong sooner or later.
0: Yep. So and then. It
1: turns out that good old Bark Gun.
0: Knocked out knocked Steve out. Steve Williams.
1: And not only does he get knocked out, but it ends his career. He's never the same again because of this damn injury. Yep. Never. Which, they were just getting to the point where they were going to start pushing this guy. And now his career is over because of this dumb idea. Uh-huh. And I mean, I have the show on right now watching some of the fights. Man boy it's somewhere between what it would look like if two girls decided to go in there and catfight, and two drunk guys who got off the stool and said let's go have a boxing match
0: (laughs) that is exactly how it went for the entirety of the tournament
1: because there's girls in boxing who do it right No, no no i'm talking like the 90s style wwe where they
0: would
1: get in there and start screaming catfight. Yep. That's what this looks like. It looks like a combination of those two things. And that's right up Vince Russo's alley, really, because Russo wanted to turn the WWE into one big-ass Jerry Springer
0: show. Yep, that's exactly... That, that is exactly where he got his inspiration from. He was watching Jerry Springer one day. He even said it on uh, Dark Side of the Ring. He's like, I was watching Jerry Springer. I thought, wow, this can make this can make for real TV. And, and that's
1: Jerry Springer wasn't real TV.
0: Exactly.
1: You know, and in the process, he really ruined some guys here. Really ruined them. Okay. So again, Dr. Death sorry. And is never the same again
0: in his life. Nope. So which brings us to the final match of the second round, which was Godfather and Scorpio. Right.
1: Now, again, two cult Scorpios, maybe one of the most underrated performers in the ring ever. Yes, he is. The man was way ahead of his time. Like, if he was around now, he'd be thriving. Yep. He was ahead of his time. It was still a big man's world, and he was just way ahead of the time. Okay? And he wasn't very good on the microphone. No, that he was wasn't. That was the problem.
0: He he wasn't. Not at, at all. He,
1: he wasn't great on the microphone. He couldn't cut a great promo. And the reality is, as much as most people don't want to admit it, being able to cut a promo is almost more important than how good you are on the ring. Yep. Okay? Why do you think
0: Brock Lesnar has Paul Heyman with him right now? Yeah, because Brock
1: here. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. to the talking. Okay,
0: so so that right ra- that wraps up the second round, and we'll be right back with the semifinals and the finals after a word from our sponsor. All right, everyone, welcome back for part two of this podcast. And I believe, if I'm correct, we left off at the semifinals and the finals. All right, so that brings us to the semifinals. We had the first match, which was Bradshaw against Draws, and then Bart Gunn against The Godfather. Yeah, so, I
1: mean, first of all, again, Vince Russo hatched this whole dumbass plan to make Bradshaw look bad, right? Yep. And here's Bradshaw making his way through the rounds. So again, not really working out the way he would want it to, at least I don't think it is.
0: Yeah, from the eyes of many, how would that work?
1: (laughs) Right, because Bradshaw... So looking from the outside in here, Growing up during that era, we all believed certain wrestlers were real tough guys, right? Yep. And Bradshaw was always one of those guys I had hurt. So I wasn't surprised to see Bradshaw. And Draz came from a football background, so he's an athlete, right? So I'm like, okay, doesn't surprise me. And The Godfather, there were tons of rumors about him being a hard ass.
0: Well, The Godfather was not only a bouncer for several clubs before purchasing his own, but he was also bare knuckle brawling as well.
1: was Bart so it was surprising to see Bart still there but however the way I looked at things was well Steve got hurt so he got a pass in that round pretty much like yeah he still knocked him out but could he have knocked him out if he didn't get hurt right
0: that's that's definitely a question to ask
1: right so and then Bob Holly well you know Bob Holly was trying to change his Thing into a rougher persona but let's not forget Bob Holly was the guy who started off in a race car outfit
0: yep and spark plug oh, Bob
1: hey, look at me and all that good
0: stuff uh, spark so, spark plug Bob yeah you know I'm that not saying great. Bob
1: wasn't a tough guy I'm just saying you know whatever so they move on and well here goes Park Ben again <laughs> wins the semifinals against the Godfather. Very much to the shock of most of us that were watching.
0: Yep, and he won by knockout.
1: Okay. Uh, Godfather, if you watch Dark Side of the Ring, said that he was smoking a lot and he didn't take it that serious. Which, he also said, you know what, I can't really say much because I always smoked a lot. You know?
0: Yeah. Um.
1: So then, Bradshaw, each draws. And now here you go. Bradshaw versus Gunn two big boys they're gonna lock it up and is vince russo gonna get his what he wanted or is this gonna end with bradshaw imagine if it ended with bradshaw getting his hand
0: raised that would have been like 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 what do you do then like congratulations vince russo you just got proved wrong (laughs) and cost the company four million (laughs) dollars
1: champion of the ball for all and in the process Jim Cornette's ready to kill Vince Russo because through this whole thing in Cornette's eyes not one positive has happened like he said Bart Gunn's a good athlete he's a good worker in the ring but he's not a star no just a fact okay so and then all the legitimate stars that could have come out through this have all been hurt or their reputations have been destroyed Yep. So they're not going to get the push anytime soon. Steve Williams had a $5 million contract with WWE. That just went to absolute trash now. WWE's got to pay off that contract for a guy that's never going to be the same again. Yep. You know?
0: He and, so, as, and as far as I know, he hasn't gotten back in the ring since that day.
1: Yeah. I It, that's terrible because, I mean, if you never get to see a Dr. Deathmatch, you're missing out. Yeah. The man knew how to work. He was good, you know? Um, so now you got Bart Gunn, though, right? Last man standing, much to the dismay of everyone because they all know the reality. Bart Gunn is not a star, okay? Bart Gunn is not the guy. They want to be the guy in their business.
0: No, he, and, I mean, he was great in the ring, but he couldn't work a microphone to save his life.
1: No, they're hot. Are you going to match him up with Stone Cold? How? How? He, he just didn't present anything that made you believe he was a bad guy or something like that. You know, he couldn't be a heel. He didn't have any of that stuff, oh, right?
0: When you're a guy whose career was dwindling to begin with and to not have any microphone skills going against probably one of the kings of the promos in that, in that era...
1: I a mean. Long time. Let's be honest here.
0: Uh yeah. Okay. I was trying to. I was trying to give The Rock an equal chance here, but.
1: Listen, The Rock's up there too. But when it came, there's just certain guys that were above that level, and there's a lot of them. A few of them on that level, you know. But Austin was definitely the one who made that microphone his. He was the first one that made it so. I'm gonna change my fortune with this microphone. Yep. Because his in-ring persona didn't change much. It no, it was didn't. His, It was his character that he changed. Yep. But, so now what do they do with him, right? What do you do with Bart? Bart, apparently, who's all ready for his career to get jump-started, they sent his ass home. And he was sitting home doing nothing. And the worst part about this, and here's the thing, I don't think a lot of people understand why Jim Cornette was so upset, really. The real reason Cornette's upset here is because out of this whole thing, you got six or seven star wrestlers, okay, or stars, whatever, you know, talent, okay, that are now hurt, sitting home, not getting paid, and can't work. He
0: has ruined people's lives right now. Yeah, not to mention up until, not to mention I believe the total loss was $4 million from what Cornette said. Right, and not, and not
1: because he thought this was, like, if he had said that genuinely thought this was a good idea or something like that, Mm-hmm. Then fine, it's a failed idea, right? Yep. No, he did this because he wanted to piss off Bradshaw.
0: Yep, that was the whole reason behind this tournament. So
1: when you find out that you lost the company money, you got people hurt, you made them lose
0: money. And Bradshaw made it to the finals. All because you didn't like Bradshaw, who went on to have a Hall of Fame
1: career, by the way. Yep. So what did you really accomplish here?
0: And make it to the finals of this tournament.
1: So, you know, Bart's sitting home. Waiting for his shot, and they decide, hey, I got an idea. Let's give him Butterbean. Now, for those of you who don't know what Butterbean is, <laughs> Butterbean's about six foot two, three hundred and fifty pounds. He's basically Pac Man with Sledgehammer for arms. Okay? Yeah. That man destroys anything he hits. He's not a real boxer.
0: He's a prize fighter.
1: I don't know what he is, you know, because he never really, like, tried to climb the rankings. I'm a boxing fan. So he never, like, tried to go for, like, a title or any of that stuff, like any of the big ones. He never tried to chase down any of the top wrestlers in the sport. He was an attraction, though. People just wanted to see him knock someone out, and he knew that. He knew he could sell out 15,000 seats just by knocking someone out. Yep. Didn't matter who was across from him. They just wanted
0: him to knock somebody out. Yep, and I believe after this whole thing was done, he went on to have an MMA career for a short period of time, which he wasn't bad at. <laughs>
1: he did all of it. I mean, if you go and check it out, he did a lot of stuff. He did a lot of fighting, and of course he was good in MMA. Why? Hard to take down a guy his size, number one. Yep. And number two, if he could knock you out with 18-ounce clubs on, what's he doing with a bare fish, basically? Yeah. Okay? So, they decide they're going to give him butterbean. And they're going to market it for WrestleMania, the show of shows. Here's Bart's chance, right? He takes it because he's not getting anything else. So he takes it. And for some reason, WWE sends him to a boxing school, which is probably the worst thing that could have happened to him. Because now he tries to learn how to fine-tune his boxing, right? He's trying to be a real boxer. He don't want to be a wrestler no more. He wants to start boxing. Yeah, here's the problem. Butterbean's been boxing his whole life. You trained for four months. Exactly who do we think has the boxing edge in this area?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure the guy with the sledgehammers for fists.
1: So, Butterbean in the, in the dog side you saw it. He actually told the godfather, like, I'm going to hurt this dude. I am going to wreck this man. He has zero chance of beating me none and then when Bart actually came out for the fight he was trying to box Butterbean he didn't go out there and try and brawl like he did with everyone else he was trying to move and jab and Butterbean said you're dead you're dead because you can't box with me his, his best chance was to turn it into a brawl because here's the key rule and I say this all the time a fight's a fight, a brawl's a brawl anything can happen it only takes one good shot on a chin to knock somebody out.
0: Yes, and it in does. in that
1: aspect, anything can happen. So if he had turned it into a brawl, he might have had a chance.
0: Yep, Butterbean even said he had a fe- he had about a 50-50 chance if he went in there with me and did what he did with all the other guys.
1: Instead, he tried to box and yep. Butterbean hit him so hard that his kid came home crying and said, Dad, somebody told me you killed somebody on TV. You killed Bart Gunn. That and he said, be. "No, he ain't dead. He just looked like it." <laughs> uh. And us again. If people want to know why Jim Cornette's so mad about this, let's do the roll call here. What did the brawl for all produce?
0: It definitely produced loss of talent because all of them never came back the same. It cost the In company. Fact,
1: the only one. Tournament, who's you can say rebounded from
0: it and had a worthy career to talk about was Bradshaw, yep. the one guy he hated the most. Yep. Um, Bradshaw made it to the semifinals when I'm pretty sure uh, Russo was counting on him getting knocked out in the first. He made it all. Bradshaw made it all the way up to the end of the fucking tournament against Bart. And then got knocked out. I mean, you're not proving anything if you made it. If the guy you wanted to get knocked out made it all the way to the end.
1: <laughs> so, again, what did the Brawl for all produce? Well, it produced injuries, it produced money loss for the company, it produced income loss for the wrestlers, um, it produced the loss of a superstar in Dr. Steve, Dr. Death Steve Williams. Uh huh. Um, that's about it. And then it produced the end of a mid-level career guy for Bar Gun. Yep. Like, I mean, granted, Bar was never going to be a superstar, but they could have at least made him like a tough guy that won the Brawl for All and always made him like a tough match for the mid-level guys. Yeah. Right. Had him around like the Intercontinental Title a lot and stuff like that.
0: That would have been a good push for him.
1: But instead, he gets knocked out cold at WrestleMania, and his career is done.
0: His U.S.
1: career is over.
0: And he was never mentioned again.
1: (laughs) So again, Vince Russo's grand plan here, and this is why so many people slam Russo, because for the bulk of his plans, at the end of them, it ended in a lot of people losing their jobs and losing things. Now, again, I get it. Russo gets a lot of credit for the Attitude error, and... He was there at the beginning, so I'm not going to say he doesn't deserve some of it. But the real credit in that aspect, to me, goes to Vince and his superstars. Because for once in his life, Vince trusted his superstars to just go and run with it. Yep. He let The Rock and Stone Cold and them just go out there and run their mouths and do what they do. But, I mean, the brawl for all has to be, without question... And this is a, I mean, we're talking about a sport or attraction, whatever, that has produced the fucking
0: gobbledygooker. Yep. Okay. Mantar. Has
1: produced the fucking manator. The shocker.
0: Okay. The goon.
1: All these things have been realities inside of a wrestling ring. Yes, they have. brawl for all is the worst fucking idea ever conceived in the wrestling business.
0: And that is it. That, I mean, it's, it's still like hard to believe that something like this actually went down at some point in, in time. <laughs> but it pro wrestling is pro terrible. wrestling.
1: Terrible idea.
0: Anyway, guys, thank you for joining us on another episode of Weed and Wrestling. I am your host, Nick, alongside my brother, Joe. Thanks a Joe, luck. anything you want to throw out there? Yeah, don't box the butterbean if you don't know what the fuck you're doing. There you go. Thank you, guys. Like, share, subscribe. I'll see you guys later.